Ha- so speaking of Craigbot, have I ever told you about the time I saw someone steal a TV? Speaking of speaking of Craigbot, people should know that we use Craigbot as a backup for our vocals. That's yes. why this is just popping up. Uh, yes. No, you haven't told me about the time you stole a, a TV for your friend or whatever. I wasn't listening. I could tell. Okay, so I was walking up to a Rite Aid in the wee hours of the night. And by wee hours of the night, I mean maybe 7 p.m. And this dude comes running out of Rite Aid with a, t- a, a TV in a box, but it was a Craig TV. I was like, <laughs> I've never even heard of this brand. And you're risking jail time to steal it from a Rite Aid. What do you mean um, a Craig so, TV? Yeah, Craig TV. That was the brand. Some Is, is that like the knockoff Phillips? Sure. (laughs) If you want it to be. I'm pretty sure it was going to plug in and not do shit. Uh, Yeah, so like I'm walking across this big ass parking lot and there's a car that's missing. I don't know, like the whole front. Like obviously the engine's still there and the tires because the car is moving and can get places. But every other piece of like covering or superficial material has been removed. So like everybody's first car in Tears of the Kingdom? Just uh, the platform and the wheel and the control panel? Pretty much. No windshield, no frame, no nothing. Just the thing that make it go burr. Pretty dope. So that car's rolling through and I looked at it and my little brain was like, wouldn't that just be the world's worst getaway car if you were stealing something? As you were saying this... And literally, like, as I'm thinking this, the car stops in front of the Rite Aid, and this dude comes running out with a Craig TV, which I'm it cannot be worth the jail time equivalent or, like, community service you're going to have to do for stealing something from the fucking Rite By Aid. By a Craig TV, is a Craig TV, like, a flat screen TV? Yeah, like a flat screen TV. I think this was, like... Like a, I don't know, like like a big flat screen TV. No, it's probably like a thirty-two inch or something, a small flat screen. It's definitely a weird thing to like run out with a with a big fucking TV in a box. Yeah, well, and homeboy on his way out trips over the box, so he just goes sprawling with the TV. So now <laughs> it's probably just broken. He gets up, throws it through the lack of windows in the car, and then dives into the back seat of the car. Right. And the getaway driver, I guess, was panicked or something because he didn't move because there was a guy chasing the the TV stealer out of the Rite Aid. And I can only describe this man to you as muscularly cubic because he was very short, but very like like buff and wide. Like a like so a just like like a fantasy dwarf. Yeah, like a very condensed bodybuilder. Nice. Um, and so he's running after the guy. So the guy like sprawled out. So he kind of caught up to him. And then the dude throws the TVs in the car, and the the cubic man is right behind them. So I think the getaway driver like panicked and didn't move, even though he's in a in fucking escape vehicle. Um, and the the dude just leans down onto his knees, like he plants both hands on his knees and kind of crouches down into the window. And just goes, what do you think you're doing? 
<laughs> and I was like, I thought he was going to like reach in the car and do, or like pull the door open. Nah, he, he, nah. Can, he, he can fucking <laughs> not do that. He just, he just like looked at them and scolded them. Yeah, all that's all you can do in retail. You can't touch them at all. No, he didn't work at the Rite Aid. He was just a like vigilante justice customer. Oh. Then why didn't he fucking lay hands? He could have. No, he what a bitch. No, nah, he just quietly scolded them from the window, and then they sped off. Hilarious. It was a, a pretty hilarious occurrence. Let's look up Craig TVs. Yeah, I have not actually ever Googled it. Oh man, they look rough. I like the old Craig Electronics 13 inch with a DVD player in the side. On the on the side, I was I was just looking at that one and going, and uh. it's got a one star review. Oh my god, I love this. Ordered Craig TV on Walmart website. Shipped from company called Hydra Ventures LLC. Box was opened, retaped, and empty upon delivery. (laughs) 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 Welcome to We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm On Brand Rachel. And I'm On Brand Gamage. And this is our off-brand podcast. The only podcast to brave the eventually into the unknownly and return with the elixir. <laughs> the elixir The Lee elixir. Lee elixir Each weekly we play Lee the Russian Lee roulette Each week we play Russian roulette with our success and spin a wheel to find out the genre of the next week's podcast. This week we're attempting the fine art of pop culture. Again. Yep. Once again. Have you noticed that we've just been getting pop culture and IRL and comedy for yeah, like, like months? Back to back to back. We we I'm have, honestly surprised because I was waiting gotten, for true crime to yeah. come up and befuddle us again and it just hasn't. We hit we hit true crime once. And there's a, whole there's a cu- one time. There's a couple other gems in there too. Um we haven't got wildcard in a bit. Yeah, we also hit wildcard like three times in a row. Like in the beginning. And then yeah. never again. We maxed out our wild card use. We need to, <laughs> we need to rest that skill long enough for it to come back. We need to diversify this fucking wheel. Yeah, we do. Anyway, on top of pop culture, it's also Valentine's week day week. Yes, yes, it is. I like the um, amount of are the straights okay that comes up around large holidays and things and corporate capitalist holidays like Valentine's oh, Day. Yeah, when I was working. Um, the last retail job I worked at actually had like the the chocolate mans. I don't know if you remember if you remember seeing those. Oh yes. The like it's called like the perfect man, and it's just like a dude with his heart boxers, but it's made out of chocolate. What happened to that yep. phenomenon? Yeah, the like the I'm talking about like the hearts on boxers. Like that was like a big thing when I was growing oh, up. I thought you were talking about the perfect man paraphernalia. No, no, that's still happening, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel like it's less prevalent now, but yeah. But uh, no, I was talking about like because it's a it's a chocolate figure, and it's like oh ho ha ha because men are so useless, and here's a chocolate, and chocolate's good. Chocolate's not good. It's kind of bad for you. I'll still eat it. You you'll still eat it. We're fine, but. Acknowledge that it's not good for you. Um, <laughs> Embrace it. But no, I'm talking about like how the the figure has has like is is wearing boxers with hearts. Yeah, on the heart shaped box. The yeah, the heart print boxers. Um, I feel like boxers fell out of fashion. That was such a big thing. 
was a very large thing in like the I feel like nineties to yeah nineties two thousands like every time there was like a a cartoon character or or somebody on TV like they get yeah, pants or something they're wearing those and it's like embarrassing yeah I think the like the default underwear on the Sims for several games was heart shape or heart print boxers yeah it, it's just it's it's weird because you don't see it anymore we're not sponsored by MeUndies think- but I totally wear MeUndies and MeUndies are fucking incredible. Yes, they are. Agreed. I also own several pairs. Um, Yeah, no, I think boxers just kind of fell out of fashion. I feel like boxer briefs are more the vibe. Actually, actually, yeah, I I, I do wear boxer briefs. It's They're comfortable. They're loose. They, they cup everything nicely. <laughs> that is pretty much the review I've gotten from every single person that I've ever had this conversation with. Sponsor us, me undies. Yeah. You hear us repping you. It cups your balls well. It cups your balls well, and it's made of fibers. Cups your nice. balls. Paycheck, please. <laughs> TurboTax. It cups your balls. Fund us. <laughs> yeah, in honor of Valentine's Day, I got an idea for you. Sure. I kind of. I have. Figured... I have. I. I'll preface with I have nothing planned. It's been a. It's been a week. A private it has week. Been, you are correct. It has been a week. Tina's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just learning to tell time. Yes. Everybody in the audience, clap. I have zero anything planned. Uh, <laughs> pop culture, Valentine's Day. That's what I had on my mind, and I didn't do any of that. No. 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 Anyway, I got you covered. Good. Good. Uh, Don't worry about it. Regale because... me with ideas. I have done the amount of prepping that goes into the amount of planning that goes into these types of shows. Awesome. And that is to say, not a lot, but I think we're going to be fine. Sure. And a lot of people are going to listen to it. <laughs> um, I thought that we could talk about all of the horrible reality dating shows that exist in the world. There's a couple... I. I'll, all right, first of all, I've never watched a complete episode of any reality show ever not in oh, my adult life out. there there was some when i was a kid when they were first kicking off that like were on in the background so i i i inadvertently absorbed it but as an adult in, in the modern era i don't i've never watched kitchen nightmares i don't i um personally do love reality food shows that's my i guess like comfort show when i don't know what the fuck to watch and i just want to relax it's that but we're not talking about cooking shows. We're talking about reality dating shows. Like um like The Tried and True, The Bachelor. Never I have n- never watched an episode. You understand the premise though. There's a guy and he's dating there's he has a pick of girls and then he gives them a rose and and shit. Back rose in means my you day, stay. no rose means you gone. Back in my day, it was Joe Millionaire. Actually, which one came first? Bachelor came first, right? I think so. I remember when I was young, there was Jill Millionaire on, like, that was, like, the big first, like, dating reality show. The Bachelor show. started in 2002. Joe Millionaire started in 2003. Ooh. I just remember Ooh. that. I, th- I think I think there were more than one season, too. I just remember, which which is silly. Like, the twist is over. Everybody knows what... The twist is now you can't fool them again. So the premise yeah. of I remember <laughs> the premise operating was like they got like a regular fucking Joe and then they 
pretend he's a millionaire to like uh, date these girls and then pick one. And at the end, they find out, oh, he's actually a poor guy. Are you still going to stay together? And then they give the girl like a million dollars. It's it's fucking weird. And I remember like he. That is so weird. <laughs> you know how awkward it would be if someone's like acting really into you. And then at the very end, it's just, <laughs> oh, shit, you're poor. I'm out. Yeah. No, I remember. You feel so sad. I've, I, I, I was there for the first season when I was like young and it was on in the background and there's only one TV because that's what happens. Um, but I remember that the guy like fucked around with every girl except for like one who's, who's kind of a bitch and was like, no, I'm not, I'm not about that life. I'm not really interested. Uh, and he ended up picking her in the end and she's like, cool, dope. And she's still deadpan. And then they gave her a mm-hmm. million dollars because of like, oh, true love and stuff. And then she like divorced him like a year or two later. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Did you ever, speaking of tried and true horrible dating shows from our youth, did you ever watch Room Raiders? Actually, I did. I, 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 <laughs> I did. I watched Room Raiders and Next, I think it was. So the concept, if ye are not familiar with Room Raiders, is uh, this is like an MTV reality dating show that was um, contestants like choose a date based off of how their bedroom looks. So it was like if a girl is picking from three guys, these three guys are like in a trailer watching her go through their rooms and like nitpick everything in the room and like the condom in the trash and things. Yeah, I remember there was one episode, um, and I'm not a lesbian, so I don't know anything about this uh, phenomenon that was being a lesbian in the 90s, early 2000s, but it was one where a girl was, like, raiding the other girls' rooms to to pick one, and one of them had, like, a a chart of all the lesbians in the area and who they've been with. (laughs) I think it's, like, a a thing to make sure. Are you talking about the L word? No, I'm talking about because that room happens in the L word. Well, that's what I'm saying is I think it was a phenomenon like that happened in like the 90s, early thousands for for gay relationships to kind of keep track of who's been with who, um, in case of like and the six degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah, you know, just to kind of like you know kind of keep track and make sure that you know if there's any kind of diseases or anything that's being spread, they know where it is and who needs to be told and what. <laughs> Which, which There's I don't think is as necessary CDC now. Because of the early two thousands, they weren't doing it. The Gay Center for Disease Control is just Martha's house. <laughs> the GDC. <laughs> but I remember that, like, um, the the person raiding the room saw it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's this thing." And then, like, she was like reading names off of it, and the other two contestants on the bus on the bus were like, "Hey, I'm on that list. Like, there's my name too." It was funny. Oh, shit. You're Katie with chlamydia? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought you were Katie with Crocs. Katie with a C as in chlamydia. <laughs> I see. I get it now. Oh, fuck. I, okay, so, you know, we've evolved our technology now. Have we? Oh, uh, technology, yes. Yes. We've, we've, we've evolved our dating shows. Are you aware of any of the, uh, the beautiful well thought out reality shows we currently have i'm going to say no but i am 
like I watch a lot of, of YouTube reaction videos because that's what you do when you're old and you're trying to recapture your youth is you do what all the kids are doing. Um, <laughs> and I watch a lot of uh, reaction owner videos to things like um, uh, the button. Um, there's, what the fuck is the button? Oh, how are we going to do this and not do the button? I had a different list. Table that. Table that. There's also the one where like it's it's love at first kiss is another crazy what the one. Fuck? Dude, I how do you, how do I know this I and you don't? I have a different list. I don't know, but I'm glad that we have different things on our list. I uh, have a the top third favorite one is, that I'm saving for absolute last. Uh, the third one is is I'm 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 probably going to cut this out is there's because I, I keep because I don't remember what the show was called, but it's one of us uh, that Brittany and I were planning on watching with you here. And it's kind of like this, this, this one. I forget what the premise is, but basically, like a lot of other relation, like um, people are like watching it happen and watching the fucking train wreck of it and commenting on it. <laughs> and like, there's always like a pair of lesbians and gays that are just like being super catty and, and shitty toward it. And it's it's kind of like watching like a reaction video to like. But Brittany and I have figured out like <laughs> that this dating show just sucked that much. That they outsourced reactions to like these people to to, to try oh to God. to try to get something substantial for yeah, the show to try to make some drama like, for cause, it because the dating show itself is like super mediocre and cringy and just like eh, you guys clearly aren't good for each other you have no like, pe- all of this is bad none of you have any social skills so let's get a couple of queens to fucking <laughs> comment on it Trixie and Katya are super big right now <laughs> so what are your dating shows that apparently are in the modern era okay, please say, well, please say milf manor okay that was the one i was saving for last we'll uh. talk about that one last because it's easily the best <laughs> one in fucking existence it's it's the worst one but you're you're right yeah yeah it's fucking incredible um so we've got two that i feel like touch on the technology has evolved piece of information um love is blind is uh they have everybody in their own like apartment and they can't meet anyone and yeah, so I think they I... sit there and they have like texting and phone call conversations isn't that isn't, but... isn't that like uh the circle on netflix yeah similar or, thing or, or like adjacent to it i remember seeing it it's, yeah i think um... it's the same vibe but I'm pretty sure Love is Blind is they're not allowed to actually meet up with each other until one of them proposes, as in proposes to marry. Right, because that's what you do. Yeah, is you, I mean, blindly propose to marry. Yeah, uh, the, the, uh, I, I thought that one was just uh, just the circle, or it's like circle-like. No, I think you're also right. I think that's like the Netflix... Well, the the one at the circle. The same thing. I've never watched it, but I've again I've watched reaction videos. I I don't have time to watch the things I want to watch. What makes you think I'm going to watch this fucking reality show? Yeah. But the reactions I've seen is like, is is there people basically pretend like catfishing each other, like pretending to be uh, uh, hot girls, and then like message each other in the circle and like try to fool each other. I've never yeah, watched I it. Think- I don't know. <laughs> I think they have to, I think the premise is like they have to keep up on their alternate persona. Yeah. Yeah, they they like catfish their way to $100,000 is how the show is described. Okay, I was about to say like, is there a prize or you just, just want to be a That was going to bring shit? me over to um, the show Catfish. Not necessarily 
focusing on the dating portion, wasn't but focusing that... on the uprooting of the dating portion. Yeah, uh, wasn't that just a show where they just find people who are catfishing and then just like film them? And it's not exactly a reality dating show. It's just look at these, look yeah. at this fucking train wreck just... happening before our <laughs> eyes. Basically. <laughs> um, have you heard of the dating show Too Hot to Handle? No. Okay, based off, we're going to start playing a game. Based off of the title, what do you think the premise of this dating show is? Um, I'm guessing it's about uh, you, you throw a bunch of guys in a sauna and then girls in another sauna, and then you just keep upping the heat until one is left in each room and then pair them up. Um, You're close. That's Instead alarming because I was fucking around. The, the sauna... Um, is actually too expensive, so they just drop five guys and five girls in the middle of a desert, and whoever the last two standing are, um, trauma bond That's... and get married. I was kidding. So am I. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Too Hot to T- Handle is a group of s- determined singles who visit paradise to meet Mingle and must remain celibate for their chance to win $100,000. God, how easy is that? Like, yeah, so don't be a 14-year-old boy. That's all you got to do. Yeah, so they're just a bunch of pretty people, and all they have to do is not fuck each other while in Turks and Caicos. That sounds so fucking easy. Like, <laughs> wait, like okay, are, are there, are, is there a mechanic where there's people that were put in to eliminate other people? Like, you're trying to seduce other people? Because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Everybody just... I don't don't... know. (laughs) It sounds stupid. Hold on. This list... So they're gone for a month. Um, The contestants are forbidden from kissing, sexual contact, or they put it nicely, self-gratification for the duration of the month. All right. That might be a little hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, ah, you could like not fuck somebody for a month. That other part's a little bit difficult. So I bet you there's people that are just out there trying to seduce everyone into losing. I could win that just by bringing my wife. Oh, interesting. The grand prize gets reduced anytime a rule is broken. I so don't... everybody has to like not participate. How do you get the grand prize? Yeah, what if what if they're like, all right, it's been two years and nobody's having sex. <laughs> Somebody's got to fucking touch a dick like today or we're, we're losing money at this point. That doesn't make any sense. That sounds so stupid. That sounds like yeah, they, the CEO they had split. an idea in, in the boardroom and fucking nobody had the balls to go. Maybe don't do that. They all split in season one. They all split the prize money. So each of them got $7,500 at the end of season two. The, all the finalists voted on a winner, and so that one dude got 55000 Okay, so they started voting for a winner after first couple seasons. Yeah, because they realized it's fucking stupid. Because they realized that everybody <laughs> went, we got seven grand for this. I just got to spend a month like just fucking reading. Okay, cool. My yeah, question is, you. how do they know that you're refraining from touching thine I... self? Would imagine there's gotta be like cameras and stuff in the bathroom the- because fuck off is this is this taking place in Guantanamo well, I don't know, Bay like, like there's some civil Big liberties. Brother, 
Big Brother does that too, where they just frost the glass like next to the toilet in the shower. Yeah, but, but still, I'm like, pretty sure everything. I'm pretty sure Big Brother's like mostly staged, where it's like, all right, we're we're, we're like. Oh, and you think this isn't? <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like nobody's willing to like. Oh yeah, just put a camera in my bathroom. That's fine. Just no. you know, just look at me while I'm pooping. It's fine. I would have well. impacted shit like a week in. <laughs> Like I haven't, I haven't shat in a week. <laughs> Our new reality show—too <laughs> much shit to handle. Image poops after a month on an island. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! There, Jesus Christ. People, people could bet too, like you know how long it's gonna take, and some people could um um uh, pay money to like send. Like weak old Chipotle and shit, just to like get a go- <laughs> just to try to get a move on. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Sounds dangerous as fuck though. <laughs> yeah, I think you might die. Of uh, yeah, of just sheer shame. Oh, me specifically, I'm not doing this. We gotta what, get you some. You don't want to fucking... go on an island and not poop for a month? I don't want to go on an island. <laughs> just that, <laughs> just flat out. Just I don't, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you you lost me at go. Oh my god. Fuck. Did you do you remember Flavor of Love? Um, isn't that the one with Flavor Flav? Yeah. Yeah. What and about it? Ev- every season, 20 single women move into the mansion in LA and compete for the affections of Flavor Flav, who decides who is his one true love. Was there more than 2 seasons of that? There was three. Three? Three seasons. So the winner wins and then like he's like, nah. And then they pick somebody else? <laughs> um, I, I thought I remember the first... I thought... I thought the first season was about him and his wife, but then his wife like left him. And then it turned into a dating show. Oh, or is that a different yeah. show? No, no, no. So at the end, it was announced that Flavor of Love 3 would be the final Flavor of Love after three seasons, Flava Flav chose not to marry or date any of the winners from the pr- previous three seasons, and instead it was revealed that he would marry Liz, the mother of his child, on and the re- reunion show for season three. Being famous is wild. Yeah, it is. Uh, have you heard of the uh, dating show Naked Attraction? No. You haven't? I've heard of Dating Naked. Um, what is naked attraction? Naked attraction is, I mean, it, it it's it is essentially like naked dating, but it's it's like a UK show. And I remember hearing about it, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna like, I was, I I put it on expecting to like rip it apart, but it ended up being not awful. Like, not it wasn't great. It's a dumb dating show, but it it wasn't bad. Like, you know, people were kind of respectful toward each other, and they were very, sorry, very very uh, complimentative toward each other and there was a lot of like the 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 host was giving out a lot of facts of like oh the male penis can blah 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 and it was it was kind of genuinely okay it's on hbo but it's like a person okay uh yeah a person comes out and they um there's like six pods that are color-coded with silhouettes and like uh they start uh, they're all like kind of um, hidden, but then like it starts like opening up the curtain from the bottom up, so you like see the like the dicks or oh. the vaginas first. Oh yes, you told me about this the last yeah. time I was there. Continue explaining. 
Yeah, and then like you know they, the the person kind of just sees that and they're like, oh yes, very nice. And then like they'll ask questions, um, and like it'll like be lifted up for every round, and then like eventually like at the very end like they'll come out naked too, and they'll like have a date and they'll see how it is, and it's it's kind of it's kind of neat. It's I, I was expecting. Like I said, I was expecting to like watch and go, wow, this is dramatic. This is shit. So I guess I have watched a, a modern dating show, huh? <laughs> but like, yes, yes, yeah, I was, yeah it, it ended up being way more wholesome than I was expecting. Neat. That's always surprising. Especially when penises and vaginas are involved. Yeah, because I mean, like, it's it's definitely, I know that there's a lot of people who try to save themselves for marriage. And I feel like. You know, it, it it can be important to people to, like, you know, want to wait for the right person. But at the same time, sexual chemistry is such an important thing. And yeah. you don't want to... This is this is how you see the fucking are the straights okay with the, the wedding cake toppers. And, oh, my wife never gives me a blowjob. And it's because you, you, you're not sexually compatible. You didn't fucking mm. test run this shit first. Yeah, you, you had to a be fucking, on the same level. Yeah. Yeah, whether that's none to a lot. Yeah. So so I do think that's kind of stuff is important and I feel like naked attraction kind of embraces that of like here you are bare and vulnerable. You start that way first and then you go from there. And then you figure out what's up. Eh. Eh. Yeah, I would be interested in watching that. Yeah, it's on Max. It sounded funny the first time that you I said HBO, but HBO doesn't exist anymore. It's just Max now. Yeah, what now. the fuck was that rebranding? I don't know. It's it's this a weird dumb one, isn't as it? Fuck. What did yeah. HBO even stand for? I don't actually. Uh, oh, Hewlett oh, Broadcasting. Oh, oh. Uh, home box office. No shit. God, that's an obvious one. Yeah, I was like, it's home something, but I could not find the other words. Yeah, it's 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 just one of those things. It's just like it it's been around since the beginning, so that it it it's allowed to use the basic shit. Yeah, it was the first home, home broadcasting, <laughs> or sorry, home box office. I kept coming up with home broadcasting and was like, what's the O? Yeah, that that's what home I was. Home box office. <laughs> that's where I landed oh, on it too. Oh, oh, so The Bachelor, the tried and true, the classic. Um, Apparently, have you ever, you know what March Madness is when people make brackets for all of the for ba- basketball For basketball, games? yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, people watch the first episode of The Bachelor and they will make brackets to see and like bet on it to see who's going to get voted out in each round. That seems... And like how long people are going to stay. And it makes me want to watch The Bachelor. That seems harder than March Madness, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Like Because with March Madness, is basketball is a giant... Sports are role playing games, by the way. There's there's stats, there's percentages, there's different types of like team comp uh, compositions. So you're able to kind of look at those and like make a a, a well educated guess at the very least. For Bachelor, you're basing it on their looks and Vibe. their first conversation of I'm not here to make friends. That's it. <laughs> That's what you get yeah. to work with. And they all like, always Stacy's gonna be here for six episodes. They all always say that yeah and then they all get offended when someone is dating the same man as them even though that is what they signed up for i'm just brutally honest i am who i am i live in the moment (laughs) i started watching um or i was showing juliana not started watching because i really only watched one episode of this but there's um 
some Netflix show called uh like Snowflake Snowflake Mountain. Snowflake Mountain. Is. Snowflake Mountain. Is, is, is this supposed to be like a millennial dating show? Look at the dumb no, kids. No, it's not okay. really a dating show. This is a little off topic. It's just on a reality show. Um, It's like a horrible reality show that is a bunch of quote-unquote snowflakes. So it's like a bunch of young adults that don't know how to do of anything course, with their... Of course, of like, course. Like, one of them's this again. a kid that's like, I refuse to unload the dishwasher because it's just like yucky. Like, the, like that kind of a, a personality. Um, and then the two hosts of the show are like ex-military survivalists. And it's just the awkward as fuck interactions between these two very different types of people as they continually pretend like they're two viciously different types of people. Is is this a televised troubled teens camp? Because basically those are problematic as fuck. Well, they're adults, but yeah. Oh, the the people the, the contestants who don't want to do the dishes because they're yucky are adults, you say? Yep. Yeah, like early 20s. Do they ha- Are they on the spectrum or something? No, but that is also I'm reaching a reality for, I'm dating re- <laughs> show called Love on the Spectrum to circle back. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That exists. Well, I mean, it's. I feel like that's not real then. I feel like... I don't want to touch dishes. They're yucky. Well, look, come on this reality show so we can make fun of you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's something there's like There's a lot of logistics parents... of fr- well, from A to B that. These is the whole thing is like their parents sign them up for what they think is like a fun party cruise or some bullshit. And then they get there and it's not a fun party cruise. And then they're told that if they like, if they don't leave, there's like a hundred thousand dollars at stake or something. <laughs> so, but I think it's like if, you know, if let's say it's real, as, you know, all reality shows, of course, are. Um, isn't that kind of kidnapping at it's first? It's absolutely kidnapping. <laughs> or adult napping. I mean, not really. It's it's like it's 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 it seems fraudulent or misleading. Definitely. Yeah. But they do say, like, you can leave, but you won't get the money. Right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. They say. Yeah. So you can leave, but you won't get the money, and it takes money out of the pool if anybody leaves. So then all of them... Uh... The opposite of Squid Game. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're all, like, judging each other. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. But that shit is honestly, like, comically awful. It's kind of funny. There was a dude that on Challenge 1, what they did... These, these were the two tasks. They split into two groups. The first one... The first group had to swim out to the middle of a lake and like pick up supplies on a little raft and swim it back. And theirs was actually like a legit challenge because they had to swim pretty far and the raft was shitty. And then the second group just had, there was like a sack of food tied up in a tree. So all they had to do is untie the knots and lower the sack of food to the ground. I got to say, I don't think I could climb a tree though. And, well, no, no, no. You, it wasn't climbing. Like the where the t- the tree was tied, like where the bag was tied off, was like at waist height. Oh, um. Yeah, and this group that didn't have to try very hard decided to steal half the food in the bag. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dick move. This has to be. These can't be real people. I mean, I know that there, there's always like a little bit of truth to these to these kind of characters and like the kind of people you read about online because. 
like even though these are like loud, crazy <laughs> people, they do exist in society of like one out of a million, and it is a thing. But I can't believe that this reality show is a thousand percent legit. <laughs> it's. I also looked it up when I looked up Snowflake Mountain and a bunch of the things where is it real or fake, and it's uh at the very least completely non-scripted. <laughs> Is what it says. Sure. Do you remember that one reality show where they just got a bunch of kids and they they took them to like a fucking old western town and then just gave them free reign? What? You don't remember that? What was it called? No. It was <laughs> like how old were the kids? What was it called? Kid Nation. It was called Kid Nation. What the fuck? You never heard of Kid Nation? No. How long did they leave them there? These kids are all like 10. Yeah. What the fuck? 40 days. 40 days without the help of adults. I'm oh pretty sure. Oh my lord. Yeah. And and like some kids like had to fucking leave or get, or, or, or like shit happened. Eight I'm to pretty 15 sure. 15 on a desolate ranch in New Mexico by themselves. There's a couple of kids who like came out and were like, I don't even remember this. It was a fucking. What the fuck? I don't believe it's a it's a hundred percent real though. I mean, no reality show is. Yeah, like everything's sensationalized. Everything's like cut and taken out of context. Um, I think the only reality show I do think is a hundred percent real though is uh, Milf Manor, because okay, that show is incredible. The premise. Do you want to explain it, or should I? I think you would do a good job. Would I? Maybe. So. <laughs> It bothers me that there's only one season of this so far because it came out last year. Yeah, it's so Milf Manor. And I, I recommend watching some videos online, like reaction videos online rather than watching yourself because I, like, like I, th- I think Cody Code is really good. It's just better. One. So Milf Manor is about is a dating show with like a bunch of like hot moms, hot as in quotations, I guess, but hot mom, single moms looking for love and these moms have uh, a younger taste to them. So what they do is is they get them and then they pair them against the sons of each other. So the sons of the other moms. Yeah. So every mom brings a boy child and that is who all uh, the other MILFs a, a, are a trying to A boy adult. Say. A boy adult. <laughs> yes. Not sorry. a boy child. An adult, adult, an adult boy child. Yeah. As in above the age of 18, but sometimes <laughs> not by much. And, and only physically. But it is a very... It's not good. It's... God, it's not good. It's so No, there... it's so awful, and f- every part of it is fucking weird, because you have the... Re- like Because they'll do like the talking head thing, where they're in a little mini interview off to the side, like away from everybody else. Yeah. And it's the mom... And the son just like yeah. awkwardly standing there. And some of them are like BFFs and we'll talk to each other about like who they're into. And it's like uh, that's got its own thing to it. And then there's the ones where you can see that the child is like deeply uncomfortable <laughs> as the mom goes off talking Several. about how she wants to screw this dude that's like the same age as her kid. Yeah, there's like my, a couple my, instances. Um, where my all time sorry go for it th- there were a couple instances where like one of them was just like because they share rooms by the way with their with their children their their man yes. their their, their ch- boy their man child childs. um and so they'll be like you need to be gone because i'm gonna fucking rail that guy that's the same age as you and yeah 
my all-time favorite thing that happened is there's a parent uh adult child couple together and they're they're talking and you can see they like played some camera from outside of their like room that they share or something and it's the kid being like yeah my mom told me i had to sleep outside on the floor all night because this guy came over i hope she had a good time though I didn't. <laughs> and it's just like the saddest thing ever. Uh, there's. And he's like, she told me that sometime I can use the room too, but I'm going to be sleeping on the floor again tonight. So I don't know when that's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. Some, some of the mothers are definitely um, very promiscuous. I, there was one part that was, I, I watched the reaction of that was my favorite was, is they do like challenges or games with each other where they, you know, truth or dare and stuff. And like one of them was, was, uh, where they like tell their deepest, darkest secret and the sons have to guess which one of their mothers the secret is. Oh, and one of them found out that his his mother like fucked his best friend and he fucking oh, God. he fucking lost it. Like I I it, it's crazy the camera stayed on because he was like drinking and like almost passing out in the pool. It's probably <laughs> not real. That's it's really one of the challenges on that show, speaking of was they blindfolded all of the moms and all the moms had to feel the abs yeah. of the dudes to decide which one was yeah. their child. You know how fucking creepy and weird that is? It's easily, I would argue, it's easily the trashiest reality dating oh, show God, I've yeah. ever seen. Isn't it Absolutely. weird how there's this and then the opposite of the spectrum is the wholesome naked one? Yeah. Where it's it's people seeing each other's dicks and being like, oh, yeah, I, li- I like your piece. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, it's just god awful. The titles for each episode are fabulous. Oh, really? What do we got? Okay. Season one, episode one. MILF said, knock you out. <laughs> episode two, your MILF should know. <laughs> what does that episode mean? Episode three, your MILF don't dance. It's a little less ambiguous than the last one. Episode four, she's a bad MILF jamma. <laughs> I feel like we could have workshopped that more. They're, they're definitely reaching. Like I don't know if you Epi- um I don't <laughs> know if you know, know what our last episode was called because MILF, I'm a big boy now. That was not the, the name of our last episode. <laughs> You're right. That's the name of episode five. Oh, Jesus Christ. Episode six is MILF told me not to come. <laughs> That's. It's spelled C-O-M-E. Just disturbing. But they know what they're doing. Yeah, they absolutely yeah. do. What's the, what's the name of our last episode? Yeah, so I, mean, I, I understand uh, naming can be hard sometimes. Like, I, that sounds like 4 a.m. naming. Like, oh, shit. Because that's what happened to me on the last one. Because um, we, we definitely didn't uh, make the title for the episode 20 no i need to do that so i i fucking i fucking had to to fucking jot it down at zero hour eleven thirty at night and i just put it down as oversee tapioca loot yeah was there a, a meaning to that at all or no well i'm glad you asked no I didn't think so. <laughs> there wasn't. There I was... just didn't know if there was like an inside joke for you on your end. I <laughs> those are just like I need I need words word no word I need so and that just came to mind so I just I just jotted down. I need down. words. If your brain provided, it gave you three of True. them. True. Yeah, my brain did what I what I asked for. 
your query should have been a little bit more concise. Yeah, definitely more specific. <laughs> I should use the quotations to <laughs> specify my search. Uh, episode seven, MILF's broken heart. Episode eight, I ain't your MILF. Episode nine, I'll always love my MILF. It's a roller coaster of events happening. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> your MILF should know. I want that cross stitched. <laughs> <laughs> the bumper sticker, your MILF should know. And baby on board. <laughs> your MILF should know. And also the second bumper sticker, your MILF don't dance. Your MILF should know. Your MILF don't dance. Uh, shrimps is bugs. Bats aren't bugs. What the fuck is it's extreme snowing on cougar Mount wives? What? Extreme cougar wives. Wasn't it a reality dating show in 2012? Oh, so this dating show existed before. The, the, the description on Google is older women and they're much younger men. That's it. Oh, not their sons? And that is Holy trashy. shit. This actually has a 5.9 out of 10. Every other dating show I've looked across has like a 3.7. Even Milf Manor? Yeah. The Extreme Cougar Wives. Wasn't there a Sister Wives um, one for a while? Reality show? Oh, yeah. I don't think is. that was a, da- I, I don't think that that was a dating show. That might still be going. Though. Sister Wives? Kind of. It's post-dating show. They're married. Post-dating, post dating, dating. It's... Uh, Utah people with multiple wives. The Utah people. It's 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 people of uh, uh of Mormon persuasion or Latter Day Saints persuasion that have bigger families. And I mean, if that works for you, go for it. But you shouldn't have a harem of of girls following the the leader man of the house. That seems kind of. Uh, Juliana would like us to know that all, almost all of the sister wives divorced, except for one of them. Oh, what? I know, shocking. Weird. This dude... Seeking sister wife. My five wives. There's a lot of, there's a lot of other reality shows on this. Have you ever watched Road to El Dorado? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. This dude in this particular image just sort of looks like I know the I know the I <laughs> I know the photo you're talking about. It's from the Screen Rant website. Yeah, he just yes a, yes. Um, he looks a little bit like Miguel. Yeah, he uh, not even a little. <laughs> it's like what if Miguel had found Jesus yeah. of Latter Day Saints? <laughs> I'm putting putting a side by side together for the post. <laughs> I'm titling the photos "Not Miguel and Miguel" because <laughs> we need them labeled. Oh, we we need to know which one's which. Yes, obviously. I mean, it sucks that like it sucks to be on any kind of reality show, whether it's like fake or not, because that is how you're seen by the the media. Like the court of public opinion is on you. So even if it, yeah. even if you leave, like people still have a preconceived notion about you like with all the sister wives like i'm sure like they most of them divorced and i'm sure that they're not even a part of that kind of religion anymore but it's they're still seen as that and they're still getting backlash i'm sure yeah and that's all they got pour one out for sister wives pour one out for your sister wives i'm sorry i just went back to the tab that was about leaving children in an old western town and i'm appalled all over again Kid Nation? Yep. 
Do you ever watch um not a dating show? And I'm again getting off top topic. I think it's quarantine. The the movie about zombies. It's like a reality show. A re- oh, the colony, not quarantine. The colony. But it was usually the premise of it was like because it's the concept is that you've survived like a a an apocalyptic event so now you're in a a simulated post-apocalyptic environment so they have to like find water find food fight off raiders um but usually the premise for how they drop everybody in the situation that they're in i think in the first season and maybe the only season was that there was some sort of plague well this this episode is like super romantic and stuff for valentine's day oh god talking about sister wives in utah Yep. Wow. Drop your drawers, everybody. Sister wives. Um, we did talk about me undies, so people at least know what type of drawers they should be dropping. Yeah, yeah. The, now we're talking about the sponsor abandoning we don't people have. in the apocalypse and abandoning children in old western towns. It's everything someone could want. Oh, the dating show that I was talking about earlier, where they get a bunch of where it's like very fucking just mediocre and cringy and then they just had the idea to just get people to just comment on it is called dating hashtag no filter or dating no filter it's it's the 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 picture has a hashtag on there it's called dating no filter i see but it is just like there's one with a puppeteer it was (laughs) one with a puppeteer what the fuck yeah it's it it was one where like this uh because they go through like different dating things and and they kind of decide if they want to do the next date or not and then like this girl was like i really like this guy i and then she like ended up going up to dinner and he just like pulled out a puppet and he's like and he made a puppet of her and then like started acting it out no yeah no (laughs) no to so much of that it's it's it is really I, it is the only modern dating show that I I I definitely I stopped watching because I don't want to watch anymore until you're back in town, and because it's, it's <laughs> I'm excited it's good enough to be but like no fucking <laughs> notice so much of this I would be so creeped out. What's the worst date you have ever been on? The worst date I've ever been on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I've never really gone on dates. I I. I've I've done the teenage dating thing of, um, you know we we party we hang out and then we're just dating. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I do. Um. Uh. I mean, never gone on like a planned, more uh, like dinner and a movie style date or something. Which, by the way, Valentine's Day pro tip: first date, don't do dinner and a movie. A movie is not a great place to yeah. get to know someone. Yeah, it. I agree. I a thousand percent. Like I do. I do dates. Uh, like we do dinners and movies, but we do those all the time. It's not even like a special occasion. It's just like yeah, let's get let's pick up dinner and and a movie. Boo. Yeah, but you like you know your wife. Yeah, I I've definitely been on other dates. It's just like I'm I'm trying to think. Like we did the movie thing, but then like we got tacos after. That was fun. Yeah. Juliana's input is you got to watch the movie first so that you have something to talk about. After yes, dinner, yes, yes, yeah, yes. If you're going to do that, because that's exactly what we did. Um, but uh, like, so pick a good movie for the love of God. <laughs> or, or a, or really, a bad really bad movie? one. Yeah. But it can't be mid-road. It can't just be like, yeah, it was um, it was a film. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's Thor 2 Dark World. I didn't expect it to just be Oh, God. Of- <laughs> I can't even... When I go to do a Marvel rewatch, I 
have not been able to I sit through that it. movie a single time. It's, I just can't. It's not even like bad. It's just like so boring and forgettable that like I just can't pay yes. attention. I'm just like eh. every now yeah, and then. I'm just so disconnected. Every now and then I'll 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 have to think of like I don't even know what that movie's about. So I I rewatch it just to just remind myself what the fucking plot even is. <laughs> yeah, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, is that what's happening in oh. this one? Because I think it. Doesn't it connect to a different film? I mean, they it, make they make the, mention of it once or twice. It connects in to other every films. film, really. Well, so. yeah, I know because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, it connects being um, uh, it connects to to the 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 fourth Thor movie because of Jane Foster and and the Ether Stone, which is the the Infinity Stone for Thanos. People who aren't in the Marvel universe at all think I'm having a stroke. I'm just saying fucking shit. Infinity, <laughs> Jane Foster. <laughs> it's like the other day when you were talking about mythical creatures and you were like, manticores capitalizing on the who's a what's it. I have like, what no idea what? what you're talking about. <laughs> there was some episode recently <laughs> where you were telling me about like books and animorphs and you just started saying all <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. words. And I was like, I didn't catch any of that. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about uh, the... Um, the aliens in Animorphs and how crazily named they are. And then I even, yeah. I even said like, I could just be making this shit up. You have no way of knowing. I, yep. And I was like, Nope, <laughs> there is no way for me to know. Um, I'm flying blind here. But no, like for first dates, you, you first date. Okay. Not dinner, not dinner. The, the, the people who make this mistake are the people who are, are trying to get laid on the first date. And, and that's why there was like dinner and a movie. You want to make it super romantic. No, no, no. First date, lunch. Lunch or coffee. And then you want to go to like somewhere that has something event like like an, a museum or a zoo. Something that sparks conversation. Yes. You, you want to have things that you, are thought provoking and you want to get to know this person. Yeah, you need some kind of an activity to facilitate what's going on. Again, unless you're mini you're, golf, you're just I think looking. is a dope choice. Yeah, I've never I've never done mini golfing, but like I I agree that like just because we don't have it around here, um, that that's a good one. But again, don't do this if if you're just trying to have like a one night stand or or just just bed somebody. And even then, no, nah, if you're having a one night stand, just do dinner or something. And even then, just do Tinder. Like Tinder completely got rid of the the movie dinner date thing. It's it's over now. Dinner movie dates are for established relationships only yes give yourself a minute to already kind of know this person a little bit yeah like what if what if what if you what if you go see a movie with somebody and you paid for it and you see schindler's list and then you're going to dinner and you're already paying for everything and they're just like oh i thought it was a hilarious movie yeah like you'll find out real quickly i suppose that you probably don't want to hang out with this person but also now you have to sit through dinner with someone that thinks Schindler's List is funny. Also, you'll probably have different movie tastes and you don't want to come across as snobby. Like, I'm, I'm sure I'd, I've done that in the past where, like, I'll see a movie and I'm talking about, like, oh, it has a really good long shot and and the the, the director is this guy. I don't actually know the directors, but you, you know what I'm saying is... You, yeah, you don't or they just, like... They like, uh, I don't know, action films and you're more into drama or something. Like you're automatically at a weird spot too because it's like, oh, which movie do we want to see? I will never go to the theater for a drama movie, like a, like a, a, a long, quiet romance movie. You don't want to watch The Notebook no, on big I don't. screen? I don't. 
it's no i don't think it's like worth the experience yeah it's that's the kind of shit i could get at home if i really want to but like there's i don't know maybe i'm just a a, a fucking toxic man but i just like that's just kind of boring like that's just life no that's life i don't want to see life i want to see fucking spider-man and 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 angels fighting demons and fucking heavy metal sword fighting i don't i don't care that this old couple are still together i don't that happens every day i don't mind like what movie i'm seeing but like the notebook on big screen to my television isn't very different Fucking Spider-Man on big screen to my television. Very different experience. Yeah, but it's also like I, I definitely I want yeah, I want, want that experience. My argument is that I just don't like mundane. If I want to experience something, I want to experience something new. If not something I, that if just I want exists to experience every day. The mundane, I don't want to do what I'm doing now. Yeah, exactly. This is an escape. Why am I escaping to see somebody else's relationship why problem? I, That's the dumbest why am I escaping- fucking to someone taking a video of me making breakfast this morning. I don't like this. <laughs> Why is there two hours of this? Uh, I don't even eat cereal that often. Um, also, <laughs> when it comes to Valentine's dating, uh, you definitely want, like, if, if you're planning on, on getting far in the night, um, pick your foods correctly. Oh, my God. Yeah. You you that don't is, want you that is a big deal. You don't you don't want to fucking carbo load and on, on and have protein and, and just <laughs> unless that's the thing you guys are into. <laughs> I just I like to eat a whole lot of beans first. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't even know what foods to recommend, honestly. Like I mean chocolate covered strawberries are, are fun. Everybody likes those. Like I actually I don't. Yeah, that's I a don't. nice romantic food. Chocolate covered fruit. I I don't like chocolate covered fruit actually. It's I like fruit. See, I'm not big into I, chocolate, but I'll do a chocolate covered strawberry. Well, I like and a chocolate covered blueberry. I like fruit. I like chocolate, but like I just those are those are flavor profiles that actually clash for me because I like you know the citrusy fruit and in chocolate it's just even strawberries are like just too tart for the chocolate for me. I don't know. Interesting. Like I'd rather just have chocolate. Anyway, you asked about my worst date, and I'm still trying yeah. to think about that. Because, like I said, it's it's never just like a oh let's let's plan a date. It's always just kind of like a well we just kind of ended up together out. from a, yeah. from a party, and 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 we we have to establish that we're dating the morning after. And <laughs> Brittany just walked too close to me at the grocery store and never left my gravitational pull. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> um, uh, now she's stuck here. That's and we're that's basically how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the worst date I've ever been on was. In my youth, there was a brief time where I actually attempted online dating, which I personally, no offense to people that use it, I don't, it's just not my thing. Um, So one of the times I met up with someone to go on a date, we ran into the, uh, oh, the pictures that you posted don't really look like you at all. And um, Rachel got catfished. Yeah, I think they were like were pictures of this person, but like old but, pictures. Yeah, I don't know, but like just like, yeah, I don't know. They just like didn't. I, maybe they weren't the person. I don't know. 
but they just like didn't look like the version of themselves, or, the, or they, they were like they were photoshopped. Out of the world. And, and by the yeah, way, who knows? dating isn't is isn't something you win at. Okay, fucking stop trying to like tip the scales in your favor or like learn dating tips. Just go out, meet people. Don't intend on dating them, and talk. And then you just find people. It's just. Just yeah, dude, it's this crazy thing where misrepresenting yourself like isn't gonna get you any further. Like if you're it, just be, there's this insane concept. Just be yourself, and then you will find someone that's actually interested in you. Or not because you're Do your toxic. Own thing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's very possible that you're into the wrong things and you have a very toxic outlook. And but that's gonna be harder to figure out if you're pretending to not be the toxic version of yourself. Yeah, that's just gonna create more fucking. Oh, my ball and chain wife won't sleep with me. Her, her. It's because you're a prick, and and she yeah, thought she was marrying somebody else. It's because you're a dick, Dave. She <laughs> finally figured it out. Dave, you're a dick. Her friend's been telling her for the past six years that you're a dick, Dave. You're a dick, Dave. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes, you're a dick, Dave. Um, Dave's a dick. Uh, but so like we met up and uh, like looks aren't really like an important thing for me when I'm dating someone. Um, but obviously like I guess yeah. honesty is, which was why that yes. like bugged me a little. Yes. Um, and then I kept trying to start a conversation. And don't get me wrong, I understand what being shy is like. I am a shy person, but yeah. I was really trying to like, like ask questions that had more than one word answers available to them and i would get like grunts nods and a one word answer and i was like what is this and then we went to see i think like mad max ah uh, you went to a movie went to a movie and i was like thank god we went to a movie because i don't know what the fuck to say to this human being and then I was debating like should i give it more time should we like go out afterwards and i just decided no so when the movie was finished, because I almost was like, it was so awkward. I was attempted to leave in the middle of the film, but I liked Mad Max. So I was like, I'll wait. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. My stepdad got a flat tire. Oh, you fucking pulled that shit. Up. Yeah. Oh, you're and a piece I of shit. dropped them back off at their house. And I was like, sorry. You can't just be like, there's no spark like, yeah, here. Yeah, I think bye. I'm good on this. Well, okay. I was also like 19, 18. Okay, like I yeah. was not. I was not an adult. That's that's an eighteen year old move to to, to pull. Yeah. Um, but also, it is way harder to date as a woman because it's dangerous. Yeah, it's awkward and it's fucking weird. That's why it exists in like a lot of bars of secret drinks to order to say that you want to escape in the back. Like, that's a whole thing yes. that most bars have. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, dating as uh female is a pretty rough game yeah or as a woman pretty rough game like i guess for for People some guys they would argue that it's 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 harder just because no girls will even look at them but that's that's a personal problem yo look inward yeah the issue isn't the world yeah very rarely so, i mean like sometimes but oh yeah i was thinking maybe that the the, the person that you were dating like or, or went on that date with who was just grunting they were just grunting because they weren't interested and they were like Ugh. yeah which is totally fine yeah like i don't think i'm so king that, shit that you had to be into me but that or it was just awkward that, there was like no attempt at trying yeah 
it, it's either that or they they thought like oh I'll, I'll be mysterious because that's sexy or I'll play hard to get because that will make me wanted because they read it out of some fucking Andrew Tate dating guide. Yeah, the vibe I got was that they were just a really shy person, but I was like, I don't get me wrong, I understand being shy, but when I'm asking you a question like, oh how many siblings do you have, and your answer is like. That's why like, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. That's why for your first date, you you want to do something that's going to All right, dinner that's first date is it. you're sitting there alone with the person. That's from an introvert's perspective, that's a nightmare. No, you want to do something like like mini golfing or like playing air hockey at an arcade or something cuz that's that's activity and then like, you know, you'll be able to see if if conversation just like like just happens from that. And if it does, great. Yeah. Well, and like when you distract your brain from the anxiety of like, oh my God, I'm trying to meet this person and impress them. It helps. And then it also gives you like something fun to do together where you're like your adrenaline's pumping a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're able to work off of that. Arcades and mini golf and things like you got a little bit of competition going on. Yeah. And then. Oh my God. Sorry. Continue your thought. And then I have a thing. I had no thought. Oh, okay. Um, the best fucking thing ever was for a brief period of time when I moved to Seattle, I worked in an escape room. Yeah, escape rooms so, are so cool. In the escape room that I worked in, it was a really nice escape room. If you and Brittany ever visit, we should actually go because they're really cool. The, the they're bar- like, this is like a $60,000 escape room. Like it's stupid. It, like they've spent so much money on making these. It has an actual like World War II missile in it. It's actually funny that you bring that up because um, when we were in Sacramento at the boardwalk, there was literally a pup, uh, a mini golf and uh, an escape room like next to each other. <laughs> What just, if they're the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> you have to escape mini golf. <laughs> this place, this this whole place is actually kind of a fucking fun first date place. Because, yeah, mini golf and like an escape Scandia? room. No, I fucking, I fucking miss uh, Scandia. Like, we used to go all the time. Yeah, dude, Scandias are the shit. Yeah. Scandias are fun. Scandias are fun. Dave, Dave and Busters are fun, too. Breed. Yeah, they are. Dave and Busters, I feel like, got kind of too corporate-y really yeah. quickly, whereas Scandia has kept the grungy vibe yeah. that I sort of feel like arcades should accept that well, they have. Well, Scandia also has like a bunch of other things going on too, like depending on which yeah, one you go to. Yeah, it's got little shitty roller coasters, yeah. it's got shitty go-karts, in- like it's it's like a tiny fair shoved into a small plot Yeah, of whereas Dave & Buster's is more like geared towards, like we're like Chuck E. Cheese for adults, like I used I used to just play like I used to just go and get like chicken wings, beer, and just play Dance Dance Revolution for hours. I fucking it was it was paradise for me. Yeah, my beef with Dave and Buster's was I think they like moved to a system where you didn't really like like it was really hard to collect tickets. Yeah, everything was really stupid prizes. Everything was on the little fucking point cards. It's you're very yeah, right in, in how sucked. corporate it got. Yeah, so then it turned into they would get like those hyper new games where you're playing like Beat Saber on a like strapped in headset, like VR headset. I've seen those. And it just seemed kind of silly. My favorite thing though is when it was on the cusp of as it was becoming corporate is it would get cool games. Like there was one where you would get into this big cylindrical metal tube, like graded metal. And inside was a simulated cockpit for like a fighter jet. But if you 
did it right, you could just spin it really fast in circles <laughs> like you were on the teacup ride at Disneyland. That's one of the harshest things is uh, is growing oh. up and, and you hit that point where you're like, you can't do spinny rides anymore and get dizzy. It's not a thing. You, you can't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. The funniest part about that. the Dave and Busters, because this existed like before I was an adult that could drink in public and things. Um, watching drunk adults get into it and then promptly watching the ride get shut down because the drunk adult vomited in the cockpit. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> that was the best part of Dave and Busters. Uh. Oh, so working at an escape room. The way that this escape room worked is I would be on a little headset with a bunch of computers, like a bunch of cameras in, or uh, like camera feed feed loops in front of me. And I would be, I can see into the room and I can, I think what people don't understand is like, we can hear you talking the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Because how else are you supposed to like give the keyword, key phrase to like get hints and shit? Of course they're listening. It's just like, like, it's just like your Alexa. They're, they're, it's always waiting. They have to constantly listen to you to get the key phrase. Even if it's like a micro amount and, and and it deletes immediately, it's still listening. Yeah, and similarly to a micro mount, and it deletes immediately. Once you get good at this job, like you really only cue in when someone you can hear someone like asking a yeah. question, or or like you again, you're like l- listening for key phrases. Yeah, if your escape but, room person says like, "Do you need a hint?" It's because you're so fucking far in the wrong direction that yeah, you we're might... trying to help you. <laughs> um, but so my favorite thing when I had this job was you have to do like a whole little intro of, you know, like safety, how things are going to be when you're in the room with the people that are coming in. They have a scheduled time to come in because it takes, you know, like a whole hour to have this experience. So you could pretty immediately gather whether people were on a date. And then the best part was trying, it was, you can pretty quickly tell when people are on a first date. Yeah. And watching it devolve aggressively. I don't think escape room is a good first date idea. No, um, it's like trial by fire. It is. It's It's either going to be you just found the love of your life yeah. or you're going to hate this person for the rest That's of That's a forever. good point. It might be and the per- There's like almost no in between. It might be the perfect first date experience. No, genuinely, I actually think it's again trial by fire because you'll immediately rough patches but you'll know yeah you'll immediately know like oh this person is not a puzzle piece that i can fit with yeah um my favorite was also couples that would come in that would you could hear them like with another couple that was like clearly they had been dating for years and this other couple was in their honeymoon phase so the other couple's like be all nice and sweet and cute and then there's this other couple and it's very much the are the straights okay and it's <laughs> you can hear them like having conniption fits with each other but as far away from the other couple as possible and it is the funniest fucking yeah. thing to watch them be like Derek Derek are you fucking stupid Derek I asked for this I asked for it to be put like this and you know and it's just it's, oh my god the issue it's is so way deeper it has nothing to do oh with god, anything in that escape, escape room, room. no no, they just need to. You got some unresolved from shit. Each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's the real escape room. Uh, the whole relationship you brought in. <laughs> that's our new reality show. <laughs> uh, it's just loving an escape room. Escape room, escape. I would watch that reality show. I, I would too. 
Because I love escape rooms and watching people struggle bust through them on a date would be rather hilarious. I like escape rooms, but it's impossible to find any like shows or or footage of people doing them because like most escape rooms have like an NDA clause of like you can't film or, yeah, or anything. Yeah, you can't tell people like what's going on in there. Because that gives away the fun, the surprise, and most have like a kind of a time trial thing of like how fast can you figure it out? And if somebody just yeah. fucking min-maxes it and goes in and gets it all done in 10 minutes, that's gonna that's gonna fuck everything up. It's not fun anymore. Yeah, screws the pooch on the whole deal. Yeah, when you and Brittany come out, we should try the escape rooms. Yeah, I know. That I worked at because they're pretty cool. I know Brittany really wanted to go to the one that we had in town, but then it shut down because of COVID, and, and she was really upset because we got to do was it. Was that the one that we went to for your bachelor party? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That was a good time. I liked it, that it a was, lot. It, was, it liked, was really fun. They didn't cut us off at the hour mark, and we were doing god-awful. We were there for an hour and 40 minutes. Well, I don't think they had um like time. Well, they had like timing of, of people who solved it, but... Yeah, but they had they were like a brand new business and they didn't put a time constraint. Like most escape rooms will kick you out if you haven't made it in an hour. This place, because they were like brand spanking new. They didn't have a lot was of just letting people yeah. solve it in whatever time constraint it took them. Yeah. I mean it makes sense. Like it's not like they're they're fucking have have a f- like full reservations up, so they're like, Yeah, keep going, man. Just fucking Yeah. My favorite though is like we're in this this room. And at about the hour mark, we get out of the room and we're like, oh, thank God, we're done. And it was the first room of two. Yeah. <laughs> and then we spent the next like 35 minutes trying to get out of the next yeah, room. Yeah. Like we, we thought we're like, all right, we're doing it. And like you, you crawl through this little cupboard because of, of course you do. And it's like this room that's twice the size of the first room. And you're like, fucking. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so exhausting. And of course I'm buzzed because we went out for drinks first. Yeah, we were waiting for hella our room fun, to be ready, hella so we fun. went out for drinks. It, no, it was a blast, but it was fucking hilarious, because we were all like, oh, God, no, there's more. Drinking in escape room, maybe not for a date, but for, like, a bachelor party? Fuck yeah, that's that's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, that shit was real fun. That was a blast. Strippers suck. It was a good time. Actually, get strippers and take them to the escape room. Get <laughs> strippers and bring them to your escape rooms. <laughs> hey, if your escape room doesn't have strippers already, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a reality TV show called Love in the Time of Escape Rooms. <laughs> yeah, we're really on this idea still. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck on it now. It's there forever. I want to nurture it and I want it to grow <laughs> into a full-blown concept. I'm like working it on in my head. that This might be doable. Fuck the yeah, podcast. Like... No, fuck the podcast. We're just this is our last episode. Escape Rooms. <laughs> Next time on the podcast, we're sponsored by Love in the Time of Escape Rooms, <laughs> a reality TV show where we watch people do dates in escape rooms. Can your love survive? Will you make it out in time? Will you still be together at the end? I've never really... Oh, okay, I, I've been on first dates and didn't realize they were dates. Oh my god! Yeah, like where I've definitely been like you know a girl will be like oh yeah uh, let's go let's go see this movie that you were talking about like just the two of us I'm like yeah right that sounds fun or like you know like, oh let's let's go I'm in town let's let's go let's meet at the bar and and do some shots and stuff like okay cool and then I just like never realized until like later like I I definitely have at least five situations where five? I I think about it years later where I was like. Oh fuck! I completely missed a whole ass opportunity. 
I have one where I had a like a coworker was like, "Hey, will you go to this museum with me? I have to go for school." And I was like, "Yeah, cool. Like that sounds fun." <laughs> Went to a museum, got ramen afterwards. Like had a nice time. It was pretty cool. And then like two years later, after I had moved to Humboldt, I went back down to visit and was hanging out with all my old coworkers. And they were like, like, why didn't we go on a second date? And I was like, when the fuck did we go on a first date? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, that's savage. Like, ugh. <laughs> and they were like, when well, we went to the museum and ramen. And I was like, how, the, how in the hell was I supposed to know that was a date? <laughs> There was no, you did not communicate that whatsoever. It doesn't count as a date if I don't yeah, know it's a date. That's another. That's another piece of advice, folks. Is is be upfront. Like, hey, this is a date. Like, don't play like, oh, well, it's just just hanging out. There's just seeing where things go and being cool. You want to be cool? Be fucking communicative. It's co- Dude, communicative. Seriously. Uh, best love advice ever, whether you're trying to casually see people or seriously see people, just tell them. Yeah. Just tell them what you're looking for. Tell them you're interested in a date. And then either they want to go on one with you or they don't, or they want to be casual or they don't. And you have your answer and you can move on with your life. It's like, it's so easy. The not saying shit. So you're stuck in like a weird limbo of like, oh, I can pretend like it could still happen. And then going on like awkward, not date dates. Yeah. No, just tell people that you like them. Ask them on a date. Yeah. And, and, you know, if they don't, leave it. Don't fucking stick around like well maybe they're playing hard to get and if if they are doing like the well you always start with a no like well then they're a shit person you don't want to be with them anyway no just move on with your life focus on you yourself being happy and that's all you really got to do shit will work out or it won't and you'll find yeah someone that's interested in your vibe get off 4chan stop fucking boycotting miss marvel because you think it's gonna hurt the women that won't sleep with you or something i don't Stop know what goes on in your head for the bachelor because you think <laughs> that you're gonna find the love of your life on that show would it be the bachelorette all of the above depends on if you're a bachelor or a bachelorette yeah like like i said five situations five different people that i kind of sort of went on a date with and didn't realize until later or things were steaming up and, you know, like, it was definitely like a, oh, well, my parents aren't home. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I got to get home, though. I got, like, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. We're like, I got Pokemon to evolve. Dog. Years later, you're just like, oh, well, that's an opportunity I'm never going to get again. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, I fucked that one up, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, I mean, self-confidence What's... is a whole thing, too, because, like, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely always been a person of, like, I don't have any pull. I don't have any riz. Like, I there's nothing to to explain why this person would be interested in me. Therefore, they're not. It's it's that simple. I'm going to go home and play Pokemon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. It was Digimon for well, me. I like Digimon. I'm just kidding. It was Digimon. <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing is, like, I feel like it's pretty natural to feel a little insecure in the dating world. Just fake it till you make it. That's a legit thing. Well, pretend like you know what the fuck you're doing for five sec, like, for five minutes, and you'll get kind of far. Uh, uh, Maybe. No, I that, just mean like if you like you fake get, like, feeling the, confident. Fake the confidence. Like, fake the confidence. Don't fake anything else. Don't like pretend you know shit. No, no, no. I don't, don't mean like, fake like your personality. Yeah, that, that's what we're. That's because when you're doing when you're talking fake it till you make it in like a career setting, you are faking your personality a thousand percent. But when it comes to relationships, don't fake it till you make it. Um, um, 
fake confidence, not cockiness, not arrogance, confidence. There's a big difference. Yes, yeah, a very large, important difference. Confidence is, the difference between like confidence, cockiness, and arrogance is that confidence is one that you're not going to like have a meltdown or be upset if proven otherwise. Does that make sense? Yeah, ex- yes, absolutely. It's the, I'm going to go in and I'm going to ask this person, you know, to go out. And if they're not into it, they're not into it. Yeah. That's confidence. Yeah. That's like, it's okay. It's, it's going with it's the flow of things. Deal. Whereas like arrogance is like getting upset that things didn't go your way or something. It's, it's, it's. The... Yeah. Cause you expect them to like you. Yeah. People don't have to like or you, Greg. That effect. Fuck you, Grave. Yeah, Greg. Fuck you, Greg. And Dave, you're a dick. <laughs> you're a dick dave um did you have anything else you wanted to talk about um i think that was it we talked about reality dating shows milf manor was the most important part for me um let's definitely wrap it up with a uh, uh we have new tunes at home we totally yes, skipped last week tune. we were tired yes we, we did sick. mess up that we have new tunes at home last week yeah all right so for we have new tunes at home Rachel, what do you got? Um, for my, we have new tunes at home. At home, uh, in "Tis the Season," Valentine by Five Seconds of Summer. Five Seconds of Summer. Why does that sound familiar? Yeah, Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah, probably because it's a pretty well-known band. You've probably listened to them before. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah. That was pretty quick. Uh, me, I've been listening like nonstop for the last couple weeks to uh, Joey Valence and Bray. Have you heard of them? No, who the fuck is that? It's like New Age Beastie Boys, and I know a lot of people out there are groaning because I'm I'm I decided to call this. I kind of like the Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys. No, the problem yeah. is is that a lot of people are like, oh, they're just trying to be the Beastie Boys and they're not. And I'm calling this this uh, phenomenon the Greta Van Fleet effect. Because just like, like, just like Greta Van Fleet where like a lot of the people are just like, they're just trying to be Led Zeppelin and they're not. Yeah. And it's just like, well, look, Led Zeppelin doesn't exist anymore. You're never going to get them again. You're never going to get this gonna get that more, sound. So let this happen. Yeah. And 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 same thing goes for Joy Valence and Bray is they it's just a lot of really good fucking um kind of old school hip hop and uh really good sounds like good mix uh, music mixing. They even have song a couple um they even have a couple of good punk songs that are like cuz cuz I don't know if you know this, oh, yeah. Beastie Boys started out as punk before they fully integrated into hip-hop i feel like that's i've yeah i like their i feel like that's what gives them kind of their yeah sort of unique absolutely yeah that they got they, they definitely came from another music um now the problem i i for for weeks now rachel for weeks i have been just broken up over what song to pick from these guys because like every time like I'm, I'm listening to the discography every song I'm like oh I want to recommend this song oh no this song oh this one's even better <laughs> I have such a hard time because what is it pick an album it's, well no <laughs> they're very new they only came out like a year ago so they only have like two oh shit okay they're very new they're very good I fucking love them um so I have an issue picking just one song. So what I'm going to do is I am going to pick one song. I'm going to pick the one song that roped me in. 
the okay. the song that I first heard, and I was like, "Who are these guys?" And I had to listen to them. It's their introduction song. Uh, it's it's also the probably the most popular one. It's called Punk Tactics. Punk Tactics. Okay. Punk Tactics by Joey Valence and Bray. I think they go by JVB too. Added to the Gamage is a slut track or playlist. That you haven't listened to one thing on, I'm sure. No, I have listened to most of it. I haven't <laughs> I haven't listened in like two weeks, so I'm a little behind on the recommendations, but it's fine. We haven't recorded we didn't recommend one last week, so technically you're it, behind one I week. I guess yeah. I guess I'm only behind <laughs> one week then. Um yeah, like I said, the, the Every one of their songs has like a bunch of like they'll reference uh, video games, anime, nerd culture in general. Um, not that that's the, their selling point. Their selling point is their fucking good music. But like you'll definitely like hear things where you're like, Haha, "Oh shit, I get that," and it, it's 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 good. It's good, very good. I'm hyped Punk to listen because I actually like Beastie Boys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You'll Punk Tactics. You'll because Punk Tactics has like a kind of um. Uh, like like their their sound mixing, their music mixing in the background, music production. I don't know what it's called. I wish I knew music better. But uh, the the music in the background I wish is I knew music words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like the music that they use is sometimes better than Beastie Boys. Like they 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 Ooh, hip hop okay. like Beastie Boys, but their music is definitely like kind of newer. Yes. Nice. Okay. Like I said, they're like a modern Beastie Boys. Yeah, and a lot the next of evolution of the Beastie Boys vibe. Yeah. And and that's uh, part of the Greta Van Fleet effect problem that I have is that a lot of people are like, ugh, and it's it's music snobs and just just stop being a snob, like things. <laughs> stop being a snob. Yeah, let other people like things. Really, you don't, you don't have, have to, to like, like it, it, Jinx. But just like nobody is asking, like you you're coming out of nowhere and being like, everybody, these guys are beast are copying Beastie Boys. They know. They draw direct inspiration from Beastie Boys. They even uh, uh, reference it to Beastie Boys and stuff. Like they know it. That's that's There's why they're this making crazy this music. Thing where most artists draw influence from other artists. Yeah, that's how music has moved that's forward. How art art. You don't see me fucking listening to your music and being like, "Oh, that's so derivative of Mozart, you fucking poser." Yeah. No, I'd be a fucking asshole. <laughs> Don't talk to me like I have a pink asshole. <laughs> don't talk to me like I have a pink asshole. It's not. <laughs> it might be. You don't know. You don't know. Anyway, so don't talk uh, to me thank like you, you do. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, if you liked what you heard or hate us, I don't care. But also like and subscribe on whatever is your most favorite pod chaser, podcasting chaser, pod chaser. Eh. Want us to talk about a thing or recommend a music or ask us advice questions that we will answer eventually or give us a cool story. Give us fucking stories. Oh, We'd yeah. like to tell your stories. Uh, email all that shit at whtpah at gmail.com. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was actually coughing. That's <laughs> whitpa at <laughs> And now Rachel will spin a wheel to figure out what we're going to be discussing next week. As per usual, give me a moment because I don't have the wheel up. I don't know why I don't do this first when I sit down. I forget sometimes. Hey, speaking of true crime, we have a winner. It's true crime. Oh, true crime. ruh We got to figure that one out now for the you second time. You know what? Time. Since it's the week after Valentine's Day, we should do oh, some 
love mystery. crimes of 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 passion like crimes Ooh. of like love that did not fare well okay yes all right i'm down that's what we're gonna do it's set in stone you guys will hear all about that next week hell yeah i've been off brand rachel <laughs> and i've been off brand gamage and this has been we have that podcast at home thank you very much love you bye